What's going on, everybody? This is Podolski, and you're listening to the Everything Horror Podcast. This is a quick Terror Trail update. However, the way you're going to be hearing it is by interview with Darth. He interviewed me, and, well, I just wanted to take this quick chance to say that there's a question where I told him that I may have to postpone filming until next year. However, we are filming Saturday, so we may not have to postpone, keeping our fingers crossed, but I just wanted to let you know before going into this. Until then, enjoy the little interview with Darsh Davis interviewing me. And this is the Terror Trail Update. Thank you for taking time to talk with me about Terror Trail. Please tell us about what inspired you to be a filmmaker, especially a horror filmmaker. First off, Darth, thank you for having me. Um, you see, you see these horror shorts online that are made by cell phones, and sometimes they're not as good, or some are good enough that you can't really tell it was a phone. And I actually had the passenger visualized in my mind for years of how I'd make it into a film. So I guess one reason was because no one really knew the story. Two, I honestly forgot how I came to know the story itself. But like any ghost story, it can be made up or lost, rechanged with additions or takeaways. And I'm... Originally, the passenger was going to be all cell phone made, and then it changed to parts cell phone and the rest is camcorder. And for your last question, uh, why horror? Why not horror? You can learn so much from horror, from defending yourself, how to survive, what you can do to prepare yourself in a situation, plus old tales can be brought to life. The area featured in the film is infamous for missing people. So aren't you or your crew afraid of filming there? What kind of measures for safety against animals or navigation are you all taking? Yes, as much as that is true about missing people, luckily for us, there hasn't been any missing people there currently as we know of. But with that being said, maybe there is, but no one has really wanted to report it. So for our safety precautions, we aren't really using the full-blown location. We're only using just like the entrance, the parking lot, and a little bit of the trail itself. 
it gets so heavy with people, really, that on days that we just needed to find a place somewhere and possibly private land, which we did. And that's going to be also part of the film. So parts of Terror Trail will be from the actual location, while the other scenes will be from a private residence. What kind of horror are the Terror Trail short films aiming to provide? Terror Trail aims to basically look at them like the missing 411 cases, because how could people who know the area and some being in shape and others that just want to go out and just hunt and whatnot just disappear all of a sudden. Even if it's like just not that far into the woods. Like for somebody like me who has uh, gained weight because of COVID and health and stuff like that. Like... You know, we're we're not in the best of shape, so sometimes it's best to kind of stay behind and, and uh, help uh, in encountering, like, hunt that way. Or as some people who are a lot older, they will stay behind a little bit. So, how come they end up even coming missing when they're just that, you know, close? It's not those people that are more into the woods. So we want to basically open up people's minds into the world of cryptids and the idea of the fact that we aren't always alone in the woods. A great example, too, is like the Bridgewater Triangle from Massachusetts. So if you know and heard of that, then you may know that Glastonbury Mountain is known as the Bennington Triangle, where it's basically the same thing, but different area. Do you think that the coronavirus has affected the filmmaking industry? And what should be done to tackle the problems? The coronavirus has done so much the way to people in studios already, and that's why we are even thinking about really postponing till next year. But with that being said, this is exclusive here. If we were to postpone, which looks to be the case, to be honest, I'll say for now that if that does happen, more stories will be added to the script to help satisfy the finished products rather than sit on the same story waiting to be told. I'd rather add more than leave them collecting dust for months to come. And to feel safer to film, there's always the online class to get a certified of uh, filming for the COVID norm. And plus, there's cleaning equipment. Uh, we're going to provide masks, stuff like that. A uh, small crew would definitely be a plus for people as, you know, less is more. Congratulations on getting both Terror Trail short films funded. Which projects are you planning to take after finishing both the Terror Trail short films? Yes. Thank you again on the, uh, the accomplishment of another successful Kickstarter. 
we weren't asking much this time around because we just wanted to kind of push the idea of a sequel plus just get some extra fun just in case and to help those that may not have heard about the original Kickstarter for Terror Trail to kind of jump on board. Even though they didn't get like the exclusive stuff like the first campaign had, but at least with this one for Terror Trail 2, there's an exclusive t-shirt for this campaign as well. And stuff like that. Plus, it was simple enough that it helped with becoming a father this year on top of trying to communicate with people for Terror Trail has been tough. And sometimes relying on people can damage pro um, the projects because, you know, people can tend to delay the inedible. And so I just feel like that can also help damage it. But then afterwards, you know, once you get everybody on board, it's it, remarkable how fast things can get done. So, I also feel, though, that with putting out two films in one year, or at least trying to, I think the next step in my thing is going to be taking a break. And I just want to wind down and just mellow out so that way I can see what I can do next. What would you like to share with the potential audience about Terror Trail short films? What makes them unique and must watch? What makes Terror Trail unique and a must watch, I guess, is uh, really survival. You know, we can leave our homes and trust the woods, but if some legends are true, then what else is true? Is there really monsters out there, or is it all people? And then I hope in the end that Terror Trail makes people think twice about just wandering the woods without doing some sort of research. I did a lot of research for t the tr Terror Trail short that I found it to be a great big sandbox with a lot of possibilities. So that's why if we were to delay these, it would not make me sad. Instead, it would intrigue me to possibly want to add more to maybe even connect stories if or something like that, possibly, if that could be done. But it would be all about exploring more, really. I mean, just look at all those that went missing before the present day, where even today we have this well-known case from Paula Weldon, who went missing 74 years ago, this December. And to this day, her missing case had not been solved, and it's still up on the Vermont State Police website. In the end, I thank you for your time and for answering all the questions, Paul. 
wishing your films a huge success. There you have a guy that was the little interview with Darth Davis and I, and I hope you enjoyed it. And for your final treat for the update, this is just a taste of what to expect for the Terra Trail music. Until next time, stay scary. <laughs>